Hello everyone and welcome to the Amory Score. I'm Jackson. I'm joined by Molly. Hi. Hello Molly. How have you been? I'm good. How are you? I'm terrible. Oh, well that's a shame. But, <laughs> but now it's time to cheer ourselves up by looking <laughs> at the f- All right, Windows update. You can get fucked. I'm recording, po- <laughs> hey, I'm recording a podcast. Windows update is Hey, the newest Windows feature update is here. It's ready to install. Are you ready to install? Do you want to it's automatic update and working out fucking go away. Leave Yo, me alone. Stop anyway. It. 4 hour postpone. Postpone four hours. I'm recording a <laughs> podcast. The the people don't want you to know about Al the Killer. <laughs> they don't, and I don't even want to know about Al the Killer. But I've been cursed with knowledge that I must share. This is the Amory School. We are reading In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth Three, the comic based on the album by Coheed and Cambria. This is what we are cursed to do. We are close to the end of this album and the com- there's so- we're not close to the end end no it never ends no it never ends but we are close to the end of this very specific comic and and so what that means is it's uh time to give ourselves a little bit of a recap as to where we are do you remember how we got here for the people that can't keep it all straight in their heads because it's a load of bullshit so where are we what's happening i was gonna say how far back do we want to go uh jesse this held a comic- trial Yes, Jesse uh, had a try. And then Jesse had a war, fought Wilhelm Ryan, caught him, and then fucked it all up. And then fucked everything up, and then he uh killed Ryan, but then Ryan teleported his brain into another body and then just kept on chucking, just kept on going, and he's hanging out at House Atlantic with his best friends Mayo and Crom. Crom who is not dead, who has been reconnected to House Atlantic as the as the main computer man. Uh so yep. he's doing okay there. He's feeling right. Um, Claudio is with Ambelina and Al the Killer on Al the Killer's spaceship uh, after having escaped Goddardam and having completely fucked up the rescue mission over on Cyrevity, uh, where Cecil was being held. And they killed Cecil and literally everybody else on that side of the planet. I just realized that nothing about this recap is going to actually help you if you didn't know it already. <laughs> no, but it's it's good for everybody who you know we we have two weeks between casts. They gotta they yeah. gotta know the, the content. Good to get you catched up. This is some. Um, we're in it now. We are finally in it. Finally, like a couple issues before the end, the plot is here. And you know we have reached the true endpoint of this comic because we start off this issue with a very good monologue from our friend Claudio. Uh, the sun is rising uh, in um, Nuo's backyard, and Apollo's still there, sitting next to him. And <laughs> here is here. We go. I'm just going to read this whole thing because it's one of the stupidest monologues in the whole book. Please you know do, saying please something. do. Okay. I'm not going to read it in Claudio Gruff voice. I'm just going to read. It. <laughs> yeah, she will be waking soon. <laughs> She'll be waking soon, Apollo. Oh no. Oh god. Okay. She will be waking soon, Apollo. Considering all the decisions I have had to face in my years, upon which life and death hinged, you'd think this one would be the easiest rather than the most difficult. She sleeps alone. Perhaps she has never forgotten me. 
Perhaps she never moved on. Or perhaps her time with me left her so damaged that she has forsworn all relationships and my arrival would be no more welcome than the ripping of a bandage off a wound that tears away the healed flesh and leaves it raw and bleeding. And speaking of raw and bleeding flesh... Dot, 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 page turn. (laughs) Uh, And then it cuts to fucking... Al standing over Ambelina having cut her flesh. God, this comic sucks. I'm so mad. <laughs> um, yeah, hey, Claudio, I don't know if you remember, but it's been about 10 years uh, since you talked to Nua last. I don't think she gives a fuck, buddy. Also, she was like, it wasn't her time with him that made her traumatized. Unless he was like a really bad high school boyfriend, just deeply embarrassing. Both. But both grover but uh <laughs> he just left one day and all his family got murdered which is traumatizing but she wasn't like a part of it because you never really wrote her into the story because she has to remain pure and st- true uh maybe the part that traumatized her was when a big monster attacked her house and broke her I entire that room di- that did happen yeah that seems like it would <laughs> suck but what do i know but that's less about Claudia and more about it fucked up her dog. It turned her dog into a completely different breed of dog. <laughs> it changed her dog. <laughs> when, when Apollo got thrown into the wall by the big monster, he was a Dalmatian, and now he is very not. When Apollo got thrown into the into the wardrobe, it he just went all the way through to Narnia, and shit got really fucked up from there. <sighs> so Al the Killer's standing over Ambelina with an emoji on his shirt. Yes, after having used his paralytic ring uh, to knock her out. But it has not knocked Ambelina out. She's very strong and powerful. Uh, yes. And she promises she's going to kill Al slowly for this. Uh, and She then... doesn't actually do anything. She just no, like, she just lays there. spits venom it's fine. at him. She still gets beaten up because, you know, she's a woman in one of these comics. But she, because she's the cool, strong woman, she does get, like, a badass line. Yeah. Uh, and then... Claudio decides that he's figured it out and he's going to come in and blast uh, Al with his superpowers. So let's have a fight with Claudio and Al. I'm sure this will go great. Yes. uh, We also have a line of um, just the most gross, awful rapey innuendo where Al's like, do price even have lady parts? Good a time as any to find out. And I'm like, man, yo, Claudio, yo, you're supposed to like, I'm pretty sure that Al is your sympathetic character, right? Well, has been in all the songs. Yeah. But not... I don't... Who knows? I don't know what he's... I, well, he... Okay, again, we've talked about this before we started recording, but this, the album story and the comic story are two completely different stories uh, that just kind of <laughs> happen to line up once in a while. Yes, and while the album's like portrayal of Al the Killer is much more in line with like a sympathetic rogue he's still a woman killing serial murderer his name is still al the killer he's still like al he's the still killer. a murderer and we will find that out today so claudio blasts al the killer with his green crowing powers and just sends him across the the room uh and then starts beating him up because he's gonna protect he's gonna protect bell he's gonna protect his lovely blue wife he's he's gotta that's he's the special boy and he must protect all life. All life is sacred, especially his secret girlfriend that he doesn't know is his girlfriend yet. Uh, so it's amazing because this, the like dialogue in this page positions Claudio as like the woman respecter, <laughs> like not just that he's um 
defending Amblina rather than trying to destroy her. So like that's one like he is defending Amblina's honor. So that's one part that that is already happening. But also Alice like you don't know Squat Boy. You never had a woman tear your heart out. That's what they do. That's what they all do if you give them time. You should be thanking me. And then he kicks him and goes, "Here's your thanks." So Claudio is very aware that he respects women here, and <laughs> even though he's basically tr- like treated as high- like he he is telling the story in his being creepy in his high school girlfriend's backyard, and then the next page he's like. We do not do this to women, Al. We respect them. We respect like, women. <laughs> oh, it's... It's... Oh. He doesn't know what he's doing. He thinks he's a woman respecter. Uh, but also, he's a creepy stalker. So, you know. Anyway, even though he's the special boy, he then grabs Al and is like, What did you do to Ambelina? And then immediately himself gets hit with the power. He gets ring. immediately owned. Um, so, so Al hits him with the ring yes. again. And then Al punches him in the face. Uh, and then Al explains, like, listen, I was just in this for the reward House Atlantic is offering for you. Uh, you two were going to get this uh, stinger sooner or later anyway. And uh, so apparently Ambelina starts waking up. Uh, and then Claudio, special boy, reveals he has not been paralyzed because the ring needed to recharge between the two attacks. And he did not give it enough time. So uh, Claudio is hurt enough that he cannot use his superpowers, but... He apparently is just as strong as real actual murderer, uh, Al the Killer. This guy who has done nothing but, like, live in a sewer for ten years and talk to no one is, uh, able to overpower, uh, hardened murderer Al the Killer with the power of love. While, like, half-paralyzed, while knocked the hell out. Uh, and uh, it's they... amazing because there's one panel where it cuts to outside of Sizer being <laughs> injured. Sizer's like fast asleep outside the door, like ha da 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 da, while everyone's having a big fight. Yeah, uh, they they like they realize like oh shit, wait, we have to explain why Sizer didn't hear all this and come and just kill Al immediately by being a big strong Bone Hulk man. And it's like oh well, actually he was unconscious because he was hurt when uh, Cecil got fucked up. I'm like all right, I guess that's fair. Uh, so it, there's this whole scene where Al like confronts Claudio and they're in the pilot, uh, the captain the co- room with co- the cockpit cockpit. The That's cockpit. the word. Thank you. <laughs> that one oh, where yeah. they fly the ship. Uh, and Al's going like, it's hard out there. Uh, you know that we're just, there's nothing worth fighting for except yourself. If I've learned anything in my life, it's that. And then, like, he goes to attack Claudio, and Claudio makes him stab the control panel. He says that you've learned nothing, because Claudio... He's Naruto. He's extremely the good guy now, and he gets to say all the good guy words, even though he has demonstrated none of this throughout the entire book. I mean, theoretically, to give them the credit here, the theme of this comic and album is about claudio realizing he shouldn't just live on a trash world and do nothing which i guess that is a low bar but he does manage to clear it he does manage to stop doing that he does realize that he's got to go save people but at the same time he spent seven out of the last like 10 issues not doing that and like actively arguing against it so it's it's a hard sell uh also i don't know what the point of like these kind of themes of oh you gotta it's the power of friendship you you can't just be all for yourself when the entire point of claudio is that he's the prophesied special one who is 
like the introducing this prophecy of this is what your life is meant to be completely that's not that's a different that's a different thing that's not the same thing that's not mm, yeah these mm. these two themes don't mix super great claudia is not being told to like embrace other people like he is being told that but only through the language of you have to embrace other people because they believe you're the chosen one which kind of undercuts embracing other people yes <laughs> like if you're gonna use the power of friendship but only on the condition that they tell you that you're the chosen one then i, I don't think that you're actually fighting that hard for anything no you're fighting for you mostly and then like i guess if you care about somebody enough you could fight for them but he's doing it mostly for himself because he thinks he's supposed to be the special boy not because he thinks he needs to protect the universe and then as the thing gets stabbed and the the ship starts crashing there's this wild page where it's like five panels cut diagonally along the page yeah it's really hard to keep up with uh it's it's not the easiest page to follow no because the ship is crashing because oh whoops we done stabbed the navigation module nothing works anymore so the ship is spinning out of the sky uh fortunately it was doing over house atlantic at this time well, so, that, to be fair that's where that's where they were going. they were headed that way yes <laughs> they were going in that direction yes uh so we cut to Jesse having landed with his entire army, who's apparently still together, uh, on this planet. It's We decided as Appity Prime. Appity Prime. House Atlantic sits, like, on a hill above a city, uh, and it is defended by a bunch of ships. Uh, Jesse's army has landed here. The final battle commences. It is time. They could have fired away on House Atlantic from on high, but that wasn't good enough for Inferno. Not this time. He didn't want to bring the house crumbling down around Ryan's ears, leaving Ryan's fate uncertain as he'd done year before, when the Black Void hung high above Heaven's Fence. This time he was going to drag Ryan out of his own hands, put a gun in his face, and pull the trigger himself. Hey, Jesse, you could have done that already, bud. Also, he did, and he still lost. <laughs> He extremely made sure, he's like, he's this time he would make sure that Ryan was so dead he could never come back. And he got burned from the inside. He yeah, was he roasted there. all of his organs last time. He was dead he as, got, he's very dead. He could not have been more dead and you still got owned. So what happened here, Jesse, is you completely failed to learn fuck all. <laughs> you, just, you learned nothing. Jesse, bud, he's trying so hard. We got a big double page spread of all the like sh ships being launched and fighting above the city, uh, and every it's 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 sci-fi battle time. Yep. All the ships are fighting each other. Bang, 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 bang. Um, as we cut to inside the uh, House Atlantic, as they have a little uh, discussion, where uh, Mayo comes in and says, "My lord, my place is down there with my men." <laughs> yeah, I I want to go fight. Can I go fight, Dad? Uh, and Ryan says, your place, Defton Wolf, is where I say it is and nowhere else. This is all playing out as expected. Not you, nor Inferno, nor any of those fighting, uh, or dying below is going to change it. Uh, and he talks about how they're going to recognize the crowing's herald visual for what it is. Uh, and that the crowing will come and bring the prize with it. And that's when they're going to strike. And that's when everything is going to end. And the crowing will be just another victim of House Atlantic. So this is this is his plan is all happening here. Everything is happening perfectly for Ryan. Yep, it's quite operational. As previously said, everything's <laughs> fine. Everything is good, ready to go. 
Uh, he's just peak Star Wars right now, watching this battle like, these lives are meaningless. <laughs> uh, then, for no reason, there's a big... Because then, like, uh, Claudia has this line in the, in the box that's going, I wish I could have seen Inferno in action during the Great Battle Apollo. It was legendary. It seemed like nothing could stand against him. Uh, and the panels are just like Inferno going, He's <laughs> just holding two guns, that's it. With two really big guns, but like, this comic came out in 2011, but this is very 90s, like, cable, pouches everywhere, huge guns. Yeah. Kind of design. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a it's a weird design. Uh, and then he gets owned by... Um, rando soldiers. Uh, by rando soldiers, because they're about to get killed, because Chase steps in the way of their, of their volley uh, and absorbs all the energy and just blast blasted back at them going yes <laughs> it's so bad yes with like yes! six exclamation marks yes uh uh these jesse is overcome with terror i hate it these <laughs> i know the, the one where she like inhales the energy yep it's, it's so like, looking like gross. fucking chucky yeah uh i'll put the panel up on the blog she looks like Ch- she looks like chucky i'm sorry she but does. she looks like chucky yep uh, uh, Jesse is overcome out. with guilt and realizes that maybe he should have been nicer to his children, <laughs> to his actual literal children. Uh, and like Chase is like, "Do you actually care about me, or do you just care because you need me to keep fighting?" And Jesse's like, "I care because I care. I'm, I'm a dad I, I now. Have, uh, I have an emotion. I didn't want to, but I've had an emotion." <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Chase points out that the prize are incoming, and also the prize yell that the crowing is incoming, uh, because they see Al's ship crashing in, and the prize all head straight towards House Atlantic, because they're like, yeah, that's where Ryan is, let's just go kill him. And they say, uh... The crowing, our fallen sister is in that ship. She brings the crowing. She brings the end of Wilhelm Ryan. Onward, my sisters. Onward to glory. The threat of Ryan ends today as they fly towards the House Atlantic. So it's going to go really well for them. It's going to go really great. (laughs) I bet Ryan is not prepared for this exact situation. (laughs) I bet that everything is fine. Uh, And then in the middle of this heightened like battle scene as they're attacking House Atlantic, it just cuts back to fucking... Cohe, no, Claudio and Al falling out the ship. Yeah, um, and Claudio just goes, thank God, at this exact right moment, I was able to access my powers and get us out of the ship. Uh, yeah. He phases Al through the ship and then, like, lets go of him, so Al crashes into the ground and his body is all broken and disgusting, as Claudio has activated his powers to give himself, like, a bubble shield, so he floats down. Yeah, he's good. It's fine. Uh... And then Jesse, of course, immediately finds Claudio's like, you, my God, I would know that face anywhere, even when it belonged to another man whom I called brother, your Coheed son, your Claudio. Uh, and Chase is like, yep, that's the crowing. <laughs> He's going to render judgment on Wilhelm Ryan. Like, oh, okay. And then uh, Jesse goes, I don't know what she's going on about. <laughs> <laughs> Claudio's just like, I do. And so do they. Uh, cut to- and so they gather, they gather on this hill to like watch the Price attack Wilhelm Ryan. This is it. This is the final battle. Here we go. Uh, and the Price swarm in around the tower where Ryan is. And, Ryan, and they're like, if, if uh, Wilhelm Ryan has a brain in his head, he's trembling in fear right now. For the prophecies say the day of judgment it is, ha- is at hand. 
Cut to Ryan maniacally cackling. Perfect. General Crom for the glory of Wilhelm Ryan start the rise of House Atlantic. Uh, and then cut to Crom. I hear you, my lord, and I obey. And then, like, five beams of red light shoot out of House Atlantic, and they just fucking extremely own the prize. Yeah, they get, like, all the dark energy, all the live stream stuff they've been doing with the keywork. It just all bursts out of House Atlantic at once, and the prize just turn into skeletons. They are all dead. All of them. Every single one. Yeah, so they so. they scream that uh, the prize have disappeared. Um, and Jesse says, no, they've been taken into whatever the hell that is. We have to stop Ryan before, uh, and then cut to Claudio's narration, it's too late, is probably what he was going to say, Apollo. He had no idea that it was far too late already. And then, uh, Jesse's like, hey, Chase, do the prophecies make any mention of that? Uh, and she's just like, "Mm, nope, nowhere. Uh, and Jesse goes, too bad, a heads up would have been nice, which is really great dialogue for this very dramatic moment. Because what has happened is the House Atlantic has, like, turned the Price's energy against them and captured them in this, like, nether world, and sparks are flying everywhere, and it, like, rips itself out of its foundations and becomes a, like, fist-shaped spaceship as it rises up and, like, heads into the sky, powered by all these dead Price. And so that's what's going on. That's what's happened. He's killed all the Price and achieved ultimate power. It's done. It's done. House Atlantic is not a house. It is a ship. Ta-da! Ta-da! And that's the big big cliffhanger. That's it. That's where we end for the day. That is the big craziness that we're going to have to deal with. It's a whole thing. I love it. I love it so much. It's so good. For as much as this comic is bad, and it is, uh, at least it has, like, the ability to have a, like, crazy, oh shit moment where, the like, obviously you know he's gonna kill the price. You know, one, as in all things, unless they are, like, doing something or sacrificing themselves or caring for someone, uh, all the wives are useless in this comic, every time. Every so single time. that's just a lore of narrative. Uh, so you know that they're screwed, but you don't know that he's about to absorb them and turn them into, like, red energy in order to power a magic fist spaceship that is House Atlantic. Oh, God, I love it. It's so good. Oh, it's it's pretty good. It's wonderful. And, and that's where we are. That's, that's that, just how we're doing. That's the end of that issue. Uh, so We'll come back next time and figure out where we go from here. Yep. Uh, there's, there's, this, the last issue's pretty good, too. There's some, there's some fun stuff in there. There's only one issue issue left, even though there are two songs left. Well, three songs left, but the, whatever. Listen, we'll we'll be fine. Yo, listen, we got a plan. We've got a plan. It's good. We've got a plan. It's gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. But. Oh, I'm so ready. Uh, but. Oh, I guess guess we've got to talk about this fucking song. Fuck. Too
Jackson? Hello, Molly. It's a bad fucking song. Oh, it's not good, is it? No, it's not very good at all, in fact. Uh, I, I, like, don't, like, hate the song part of the song. Um, but it's not great. No, some of the guitar stuff's okay, but this is... Coheed tries to do this once in a while. The band tries to do songs like this once in a while. I don't think they're ever usually good. Um, this is also the first uh, instance of our favorite part of Coheed and Cambria's songs, where Claudio decides to layer his voice five or six times over the same track. It is something we are very familiar with, because that's how all the like acoustic demos are recorded. They all have about six layers of uh, Coheed, uh, Claudio's voice. Yeah, and they're all like good. different volumes and slightly different like whispery effects, uh, and it's not it's nowhere near the extent of any of the demos uh, in this song, but it is a it is a lot. It's a lot, and it's the lyrics are bad. Well, the lyrics are maybe the worst lyrics that they've ever ever done it's it's quite possible that they're the worst ones ever um and i just it's just not good it's just bad <sighs> yeah uh the chorus is so uh, we'll, we'll read the lyrics first because uh we don't usually do this this quickly but it, it's key to the context because if you haven't been listening in the background i'm gonna read the first verse and then the chorus just so you can know just so you can know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. At birth given scars along tender heart liberties, injusted for awkward, living situated casualty, they lay dead along your floor, careful not to wake them, they're sleeping. In the morrow's good morning, the dying will discard the wish to live. Let this colony know, in the name of the dead, we're coming. When I kill her, I'll have her. Dance upon the graves of the dead upon your name. And die white girls. Die white girls. Dance upon the graves of the dead upon the graves of the dead. This song's called Al the Killer. It's about Al the Killer. It's Al the Killer. He's a killer. He's a serial killer. He likes to kill white girls. That's the. That's it. That's the concept of the song and they put this on an album. Jackson, ah. I don't think Claudio's handling his breakup very well. <laughs> <laughs> oh I don't it's so bad it's so it's bad. so bad and it's so uncomfortable I don't like it's, it it's really uncomfortable because like this song basically hmm, it basically exists because I was talking about last time about how uh the last song was like almost good because it was kind of vulnerable and admitting these feelings of like, oh, I've had a breakup and it went bad and it sucked. And then this song is the most, oh no, I'm not going to be honest about any feelings. I'm just going to, it's a serial killer. Haha, it's a serial killer. Serial killer. Yeah, not just real. flip the script. I'm mad about everything. I would like to kill every woman. Uh, die white girls. Die white girls. But it's so extreme that like the misogyny in. Like I'm not I'm not defending this, no. but, obviously. But like the different forms of misogyny that Kohi takes, like in the the lyrics, are like this is hiding in the refuge of we are just gonna be the craziest. This is a song about an evil serial killer, so it's, it's just completely fucked up, edgelord bullshit. But then you also have the more uh, just insidious stuff of like 
uh, these women owe me these things these women owe me to be nice to me and if they're not nice to me i'm going to be very upset about it uh and that stuff's far that's just like emo right that's just like the whole fucking genre that's not just this band that's the the entire situation that they're in um and so yeah i don't know it's a complicated thing but this is incredibly fucked up and really disturbing to hear uh also really funny because we were talking about how it's really bad and really gross uh earlier before the podcast yes um it gets into the chorus and he's like oh, i'm gonna kill all these girls but the way it does this is by this pre-chorus where he's like and then the guitar goes And that's just incredibly funny. <laughs> it's a lot. It is a lot. Oh, it's a lot. But yeah, this song's bad. This song's really gross. Uh, I don't like Al the Killer. It's a bad track. It's a really bad track. It's. It's. I would it's say also... it's the only straight up bad track on this album. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah, it's it's a shame that this album has this track because otherwise it's like extremely good but this is like one of their worst bad songs also it should be noted that like a little bit of a hint for what's happening next time in the comic alva killer is a monster just an evil monster every turn and we always hate him that is not true that is that is just true about how it's presented like he's super gross and super extreme about how gross he is yep. but no one in the comic is asking you to give a shit about what happens to alva killer he exists to be beaten up by claudio so he can like save his blue wife in the album the next song is clearly a redemption song for him yes very clearly like very clearly a redemption song we'll talk about that more next time but like what he's tried to do is basically just do empire strikes back he's just lando like he takes he like helps the the heroes but then tries to sell them to Wilhelm ryan but then decides it's a bad idea and like then helps them and like everyone loves lando he's great good stuff you know what doesn't make that better (laughs) if you made him a super evil serial killer a super evil serial killer uh rapist probably yeah like that is never shown because his violence like it's uh, like implied in some of the comics but it is he is a serial killer uh that has come out of like a bad breakup it never like actually brings sexual violence into the song lyrics uh, there's some implied bits in the um, like oh, um, it's really gross but it's not like the song where they actually had the stuff with jo- Josephine right um, it's not quite God, that but it's still not good yeah these two albums are really really fucked up in parts and incredibly early 2000s edgelord nonsense and going back to them now is like how was any of this allowed to just pass yeah I don't know how they got that but they did so I sure did. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's a bad song. It's a bad song. Do you want to give it a number? I guess it's like a three. I was going to say three. Yeah, like three. It's bad. It sucks and I hate it. It sucks and I hate it. Yeah. That's my review. That's our review. 
great. <sighs> Let's. Uh, I mean, we talked about that for a while. So, if it hasn't played already, here is what the acoustic demo of this song sounds. Oh like. no! <laughs> enjoyed that <laughs> it's so all the demos bad. sound like that by the way they all have that kind of like they've been recorded with an acoustic guitar and because just recording vocals into a bad microphone always sounds bad and like flat and you can never get the tone right the way to do it is through layering but the layering is just bizarre uh, yeah i don't anyway. i don't know yeah, that's a whole thing. That's a whole other thing. Right. Molly, where are you on the internet? Let's go home. You can find me at your friend Molly on Twitter with a Y-E-R. You can find me at audioentropy.com where I do a bunch of other podcasts. And you can find me at patreon.com slash Molly Wrightback. You can find me at headfulsoff on Twitter. You can find the other podcasts we do at abnormalmapping.com. There is Abnormal Mapping. It's a game club. It's good. It's very fun. At thebestgame.club, there is Second Officer Slog, a Star Trek podcast with a new episode coming out this week where we read Star Trek books and also do other Star Trek stuff like watch the new show and everything. It's a good time. Come on in. Have a good time. We watch Gundam every week in The Great Gundam Project, which you can get for $1 a month at patreon.com slash abnormalmapping. It's very good. We've got Fireside Friends. That's fun. Blah, 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 blah. Lots of good stuff all the time very busy oh god get, get the podcast they're good get them get the good podcast thank you very much for listening we'll be back next time with the exciting finale of the comics but not the album because there's oh we got surprises for you yeah got stuff to stick talk around. about stick around <laughs>